You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. <laughs> Episode 74 of the People's Podcast is live, live, and we are back for another episode. So thank you for tuning into another episode. It's your boy HJ on the mic. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, y'all. It's the, ooh, what's my name? <laughs> it was like I was swallowing my drink and then trying to speak at the same time. Hey, it's Amber Nicole here. <laughs> by our forces combined, we are the, 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 the people's podcast. The one and only. The one and only. podcast show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yup, that's who we are. So, we are back for another episode of the People's Podcast Show. And you know, it wouldn't be us if we don't address what happened last Ooh, two oh, weeks Jesus. ago. Ooh. Wow. Just going to jump you know, right on it. Let me tell you something. Real talk. Um, <laughs> one thing about friends, you, we, you wouldn't be a good friend if you don't agree to disagree and then address your, your stuff and hear the other person out. I agree. Um, so, you know, uh, after episode 73, Amber and myself spoke about um, the episode in its entirety. We did. And, and Asia served as the mediator because, as you saw, because a lot of you guys were <laughs> screenshotting Asia's face. Ooh. And it was just like, um, was am I going to have an oil change next week or <laughs> but nonetheless um we, oh, we, yo, no. we we spoke about what we we about the episode in its entirety and yo um it was just friends just, just having a conversation and one thing about that conversation is uh it was very real um and it was very honest and we we understood where we were coming from so you know we wouldn't be the people's podcast if we weren't live live and in color and we were authentically us so we want to thank you guys for tuning into another episode and being loyal listeners absolutely um let's jump right into it the first segment of every episode is called happy hour yep you asked what happy hour is i did oh (laughs) (laughs) happy hour allows you to let your hair down and vent or give positive reports about your week to your friends Mm -hmm. that's cool so everyone who's listening and or on the live hey y'all hi friends lift your glass your bottle of wine that's water Okay. Oh yeah, this is water. Mm-hmm. Your bottle of water, sorry. <laughs> Your cup of coffee, tea, or margarita. Ooh. And let's just say cheers. Cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers to another happy hour. Mm-hmm. What's going on, ladies? How y'all feeling? Fine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll go first. Yeah. So the past two weeks have well first um let me just say my two cents on um the last episode um one I think I think that our listeners know um that the fact that we even posted that episode and didn't like you know cop out and just say hey let's just 86 this and you know like not let the people hear what really went down um the fact that we posted it hopefully you guys um 
like realize that that was like a real ass conversation Mm -hmm. um it was a lot of yelling and screaming going on but um nonetheless like joe stated um you know we spoke about it literally literally that night and we're over it that night so um you know no hosts of the people's podcast were harmed (laughs) in the last recording uh, of the show so um just wanted to throw that out there um Secondly, these last two weeks have been very busy. Um, You know, work is work, uh, obviously. Um, I've been, for the past week and a half or so, um, I've been very, very, very heavily um, putting my all, basically, into one of my brands. And I'm really excited about it, really excited to see different ideas come to fruition. So that's really been the front of my mind, excuse me, for the last week or so. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely happy to be back to the studio, to pod and everything. Um, We took a much needed break last week, as you guys know. And um, yeah, I'm very happy to be back. I went to the farm last week with my niece and my mom and my sister. It was really a a great time. Um, I had actually never done anything like that before, like apple picking or pumpkin pumpkin picking or been to a farm at all. So I really enjoyed myself and I was really happy that my mom was able to experience that too. Cause you know, parents sometimes they don't really be too beat, you know, to go places that you and your friends typically go to. So it was really nice to experience that with my niece and my mom and my sis Tasha. So that was really cool. We got some good pictures and we picked sunflowers and it was really amazing. I do highly recommend it. Um I think it was like an hour or so away. Um other than that I think that's it. Yeah, work is work. Like I'm, I'm not about to go into work. You know, work is work is work. So that's really the the main things for me. That's what's up. I saw them pictures from the farm, and I was just like, that looked very nice. It looked so pretty outside. How was the weather that? that? Yeah, it was. It was was perfect because those big old sunflowers they were so big. Yes, and they were only a dollar. Like you get, they give you a bucket and they give you the snippers, and you go in and cut your cut your own ones. And every stem is a dollar. I love it. And they have tulips, and they have um, lilies too. Them sunflowers was no, looking good. Oh, they're, they're, you know, they're like the size of your head. Like, yeah, super yeah. big. That looks so... How long... Uh, was that place far away? About an hour okay. away. Like 55 minutes away. So not gotcha. too bad. Like around Freehold area. Nice. Okay, not bad. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm going tis the season. Mm-hmm. Shoot. You know, I was thinking about that. Actually, just something cool that we could do um, and maybe get a couple of few friends if we mm-hmm. go to like a place like that or even just a winery before the season is like yes. completely over i think we should do something like that soon i'll take that'd the, be cool yeah i'm gonna I'm take the liberty to try to plan that yeah. and figure it out you plan it i mean just figure out just the date call and me. Ask don't call me late just right. call me though i will right. be there okay right. yeah I, I really think it would be a good time um yeah, because that was cute. And it's an opportunity for some good photos, you know? Yes, we are all about every day is a photo shoot. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. So that's what I think we need to do. Yeah, yes. I'm going to get that together. Um, My happy hour. Listen, life. Combustion, okay? <laughs> it's totally like fine. Combustion. It's a combustion. My life has been turned upside down, but huh, I have the faith in God. I am yeah. I am okay. Okay? Hallelujah. Um, thankful for my life. Thankful for so many things i can't even begin to name all the things that i'm thankful for however um you know 
life has hit your girl <laughs> and it's okay but i am happy i'm blessed i'm blessed i'm happy to just be in the studio again with my friends yes. work has been work we not even gonna talk about that what we gonna talk about is the fact that we back in the studio of 15 minutes of fame hey. recording this illustrious podcast yeah. we love it we love okay. it okay um Hello to all of the friends that are joining us right now on hey, Instagram Live. Thank you guys so much for tuning in because when y'all tune in, it's truly like a party now. It like is. we having a good little time, a nice little shalala. Yeah. Um, but that's really it for me, friends. Ain't too much going on around here. I mean, okay. I mean, I've been back to Forty Third Street. Oh, <laughs> how's that something. been? Let me tell you, 43rd Street is doing it very nicely. They are social distancing. They put a cap at at the amount of people that are allowed to be in the bar. Okay. Um, Meaning once the seats are filled, nobody else can come in. Well, that's good. Um, Yeah. They had outside seating, but since it's been getting chilly on and off, they closed Uh it. But it's very nice. The food is still good. Arnita is still there pouring the dwanks. What's her name? Arnita. 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 I thought you said her name is Anita. I'm no, sorry. her name is Aunt Nita. Oh, Aunt Nita. Yes. I thought you said Arnita. I was like, okay, no. Arnita. Because her name Y'all is know Anita. But you know, she's her name is what? Anita. Oh, so Anita. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. being, she's an older woman. I so call she pours her the drinks ni- nicely. Right. Very well. She's very petite. Very small. Uh, yeah, oh, I remember her. Yes. yes. Anita is there. She said, We, she was an Asia. Where you been? I said I was in here right, on a Monday. Promoted. She, I don't, you know, I don't work on a Monday. Ooh. She said like, I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning. I said, Oh, not Saturday. Oh, yes, okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but she did say she's like, next time you come in, the first two drinks you had are on me. I said, Well, that's nice. That's very nice. I mean, Aunt Anita. Is it Aunt Anita or Aunt Nita? Aunt Nita. Aunt Nita. Mm-hmm. Got it. That, that's how you say it. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. That's all that's going on with me that's what's up yo you know it it was dope because like you never know when you like need like extra sleep or even a break Mm -hmm. so when last week we were just like oh um maybe we should just take a break Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh yes, (laughs) (laughs) not oh yes (laughs) like I, I had a very intense week or I was getting prepared for mm-hmm. an intense week and the mm-hmm. last weekend as well because my virtual conference had started and uh you know I really wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't ready, ready. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't. But you know, um one thing that I can say is you know uh it's all about um teamwork and communication that really helps mm-hmm. um a work environment be very successful and, yeah. and you know uh, with a very good executive team and um, very uh, very good counterparts that work with you, it's just it was it it made it made the virtual conference run smoothly. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm, I'm very th- I'm very thankful for uh, my job, and I really think I'm thankful for for my management team as well. Mm-hmm. So you know that was just basically my week, and I'm just like this week I'm more so catching up on a lot of um, work in mm-hmm. itself and. I'm catching up on a lot of emails because, you know, the virtual conference was like very high priority. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people that were emailing me, I'm just like, well, why are you emailing me? You should have been, you should have been not only tuned into the people's podcast, you should be tuning in to learn something (laughs) at 
the virtual conference. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> since you are not, you still gonna be put on pause. So, but yeah, I was just answering all out of the emails. But yeah, you know, that's it. And you know, now it's another Thursday. It is um, here. Um, as my sister call it, an e illustrious podcast. Yes, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's called the People's Podcast. So you For know, sure. I'm happy to be here. You know, Asia said yesterday, "Yo, I, I'm ready to pod." And I saw it, and I don't want to th- make you think that I was ignoring you, but I saw it. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to pod too. <laughs> I see this email. But, you know, I'm ready to be here. You know, you have great a- Amber. You had great pictures. I saw them sunflowers. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> I want to be frolicking <laughs> in the garden with the people, but you know, um, I really um, am happy that y'all had a great week mm-hmm. um, and an even better weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. Cheers to yeah, that. For sure. Cheers to that. Hey, hey, hey. Yep, 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 yep. So, the next segment um, of this episode is Thriving While Black. Yes. Yeah. Um, Thriving While Black um, is a segment of the podcast where we honor our brother and our brothers and sisters that are doing work in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, there's nothing like getting your Oscar awards, your Emmy awards, or your, even your flowers while you're still here. Because one thing that I noticed as a person is, you know, and I noticed it when um, Chad with Bozeman passed away, is mm-hmm. you learn a lot about a person when he passed away, whether it's on his obituary or at, by word of mouth. And it's just like, well, damn, I wish I would have been able to tell that man, thank you for all of the work that he has done in film. Mm. So, you know, this, this Thriving Wild Black is... It, thriving while black is similar to what we're what what we're doing. Give me your flowers at this moment in time, um, and I have a thriving while black. Do you guys have one? Um, I, I don't. I do, but it's and I, it's only a quick shout out to okay. um, Barack Obama and that speech that he gave last night in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial. First of all, it's just the eloquence in the way that he speaks and the way that he can give shade so eloquently. My God, that mm-hmm. is why he will always be my POTUS. Like, I love him so much. And he delivered that speech. You knew he wasn't the president, like, right now. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I right, since I don't really got to be politically correct, mm-hmm, let mm-hmm. me just tell y'all how I really feel about this son of a bitch. And he really just gave that shade ever so eloquently yes, he did. and he told the people the truth in plain terms for people to understand so i wanted to shout out um president barack obama yes. just for um just he has stepped into barry for a moment you mm-hmm. know y'all know him as barack mm-hmm. but he was barry last yes, he night was. Yes, he so was. shout out to barry mm-hmm. Barry. i'm sorry mm-hmm. one thing i like that he said he was like um he mentioned how it just came out that Trump had like a foreign Chinese bank, bank account. account. He was like, could you imagine if Chinese. I had a secret Chinese <laughs> bank account? They would call me Beijing Barry. <laughs> right. I, thought, I was just too tickled by that. Right. I was like, yes, President yes. Obama. Please like, stop you, playing with me. You got me. to really see his like real personality come out Absolutely. now. I love that his, his shirt was on butt. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he was very relaxed. relaxed like, yep. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Yes, yes, yes. For sure. So, um, my Thriving While Black uh, 
it it, it stumbled like I like I'm really not on Facebook as as much as I'm on Instagram. But yeah. this morning, okay. in the midst of me checking my emails, I was like, I went on Facebook and on my feed was one of my um, frat brothers. So mm-hmm. I've known him this year uh, for about ten years, mm-hmm. and it was. I, I like when I saw his page. I was like, "Oh yeah, let me see what he's up to." And then I went into like the rabbit hole of him being in ministry. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I want to big ups today's um, thriving while black to um, Mr. Anthony T. Johnson. Mm. Um, oh. And the reason why I want to is because you know we're so used to the the elders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being the one delivering the message of the good news uh-huh. but when you saw when i saw my brother delivering the good news the word to the people it it, 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 it like it really blew my mind because it was it was a 14 minute video that had me stuck that i was sitting there like damn and you really going scripture by scripture uh-huh. and you giving supporting facts about the things that you went through in life. Uh-huh. So, you know, um, Anthony Johnson, you know, I want to say this Thriving While Black goes out to you because um, he's a youth minister at the Culture Changing Christian Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> he's currently doing Hope in the Hood, where he goes to the most dangerous parts of the ghettos or the inner cities, mm-hmm. and he give out resources like food, grants, clothing, and even jobs. Like, we, you giving out jobs right. in the midst of the pandemic. It's a pandemic. How can I get one job? Right. <laughs> Sir, please. That's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Yo, how can I get one of those? Um, and he preached the gospel of the Lord. Um, and he also runs a team program weekly and he gives um act he he gives he he orchestrates a teen program weekly and he also um unites teens with their families as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. um he chose ministry because he always was big on loyalty mm-hmm. and God has been the most loyal when nobody else was. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Majority of his life, he was changing. He was chasing after his, he was his hand, the mm. blessings mm. and not his heart relationships. Come on, aunt. Now he, now he knows who is in I'm only about, he's only about the kingdom of work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, shout out to you and um, because, you know, it's one thing to see someone who of, of, of this caliber of what they were doing in the past and to see what they're doing in the present. Because, you know, it's so crazy that a lot of people would, would cast stories about what you did and 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 14 years ago, or even when you were a toddler. But they can't really tell you what you're doing present or where you're going in the future. Uh-huh. But, you know, and you know, I'm so proud of you. And that's one thing. When I, when I saw his video, I had to automatically DM him. I didn't even know that I had... 
a Facebook Messenger on my phone. It went to this. <laughs> this nah, I didn't know I had it. Went to this it. all new page that was purple and black, and Boom. I was sitting up here <laughs> like, "Oh, is this the new Messenger?" Oh, okay. Yeah, all the apps is updating. Yeah, it's different. Right. So you know, um, I, I was just like, you know, bro, I got three questions. I got a, I got two questions and a comment. He was just like, "What's up?" I'm like, first of all, how you doing?" He was like, I'm good, bro. Second thing, I was like, yo, I'm so proud of you, bro. Like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Because just to see somebody that's a millennial that's doing their thing. Right. And, like, really out there giving a good word. And it just lets me understand and lets me know that we are the elders. We are now the elders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ooh, Can you believe scary. it? Right. It's real. We are the elders. It's, mm-hmm. it, we the aunties and the uncles. Right. For the sure. Right. And listen. And I proudly walk up to the cookout. Okay. <laughs> you woke up? Walk up to the cookout. Oh, you walk out. Walk, oh, you woke up. <laughs> walk out. Like the like when you <laughs> What did she say? Joe! How did I wake up at the cookout? Yeah. I I own I heard he said, w, did you wake up? O and A woke and wait. You said, but it was neither, friend. I said, walk. He said, oh, you all got back. We ain't doing this again this week. We are not doing this. He ain't say that in about 20 episodes. Right. Girl, it was just like Amber thought she was. What her name is? Oh, oh God. God. Well, I had to make sure what her name was. Because who you looking for? I'm looking for Aunt Anita. She said her name is Aunt Anita. Well, girl. I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> her name. I ain't coming over here no more. I'm never Juanita. coming here. Juanita. <laughs> Who is Juanita? Juanita. Look how he's Hey, he's she stupid, looking like, what the hell are you doing over there? You I can't. Fool? But yeah, you know, shout out to you and on this time oh, of my life. Shout out to you, Mr. Barack. Ah. What is his middle initial? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Obama. <laughs> I wanted to say <laughs> our past president. Ah, then but you said R. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I wanted to say I said his first name Barack and I didn't want to hit that previous No, that's why I kept that's why I stopped. God damn it. Shut up. Hallelujah. Shut up. We are not doing that. Doing this. Okay. That's Barack Hussein Obama. That's his name, right? Yes, that's his name. Okay. That's why I wasn't I was confused. Um when he said I don't know about that. He got a jewel. Right. Who is that? Man. Um, okay. All right. Um, Lord, let me compose myself because we about to talk about something serious. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna need. If it, mm-hmm. and it's, I just told her to request. So Here to piggyback go. off of um, what Joe's uh, and Asia's thriving while black. This is not a part of the segments, but. Um, we wanted you guys to know that the People's Podcast stands wholeheartedly with um, the content. And I can't even just, hey, oh, the girl is here. Hi. Um, 
with we 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 want to we want to let you guys know that we stand um with our brothers and sisters in nigeria and um so graciously we have my best friend anto lecky the celebrity um of so many fames so many things she does everything um she's a star that's my bestie for over 15 years now um and i wanted her she's literally on the front lines like in the war zone seeing people yeah. be shot and all these other things right in front of her so i thought it would be amazing for us to have someone who is literally there seeing these atrocities happen just to give us a few minutes of an, like a little bit of an update if you could just inform the people who may not necessarily know what the whole nsars movement is um and so off to you um, thanks guys for inviting me. And of course. a quick recap or just for who may or may not know, um the NSARS movement, I think like we can maybe compare it to BLM. It's not exactly the same, but it's pretty similar. Mm -hmm. It is against um police brutality. We had a particular unit in our police department that would like to target young Nigerians just because, you know, they look a little bit fly because mm -hmm. they probably have money. You know, in Nigeria, we have a, um, everyone knows we have a cybercrime issue. Mm -hmm. So in, in the attempt to curb cybercrime, we had a certain unit that would just, you know, they would judge you based on your look and assume that if you look fly, that's more than likely means that you are fraudulent. Mm. And, um, you know, wow. yeah, basically that's what it was. Um, the unit was called SARS. Right. And, um, you know, they would harass, you know, young Nigerians. They want to check your phone to make sure there's nothing fraudulent there. And of course, you know, bribery. Mm -hmm. Similar to BLM in the fact that it's against, you know, police brutality is against it's the fact that the police are, you know, harassing or attacking or killing people based on how they look. Right. But in America, it is basically, you know, you look black, so that's why they're killing you. In Nigeria, it is you look young and you look, you know, you look like you have some money or you're mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it was about. And of course, it has led to a bigger message. In general, it has led to fighting against governance, you know, bad governance. Right. That's basically what the movement has been. And um, we, know, we used the hashtag and SARS, and then we, you know, added up the hashtag to kind of push the movement. And um, it was pretty interesting because it started with, um, this is not the first time we've had this protest, but this one kind of, you know, came out a little bit more because we had more public figures deciding to actually join, you know, or back right. the movement. Um, I think about maybe two or three weeks ago, there was a, a dad, he, um, he did a video where he was crying because, you know, his son was killed by SARS. Right. Dad in the video basically said, avenge my son's death. Mm. And in him saying, avenge my son's death, that was kind of like the, you know, that was it. Kind of. mm -hmm. So, um, more people came out saying that we, we should do something, we should protest, we should write to, you know, write petitions, etc., etc. Huh? So then, you know, we kind of started protesting maybe to go in. We kind of continue protesting every single day since then. Mm -hmm. um, it's, gotten a, it's, a, it's gotten out of hand now. Um, yeah, it's kind of hand, but um, we do appreciate the fact that it, it became global. We realized, you know, something I, uh, that's, you know, a bit different for us that are not in America. America is, let's just say, the standard. So um, when things are happening here, you know, you guys don't typically hear about it, but when things are happening there, we hear about it. Because, right. You know, CNN is in America, you know, so... Exactly. Things. So when things are happening in America, we hear about it. But you guys don't really hear as much about what's going on here. Right. So we really needed that international push, you know? Um, when things are happening in your country, nobody cares. They'll kill you. They'll do whatever. No one, no one cares. But it's when you have those international people. You know, you have the CNNs, the BBC, the Al Jazeera's. Mm -hmm. You're able to push.
push in the UN, you're able to push in the EU, all those international bodies are more interested in trying to help your people when you have the international buzz. So that's kind of why we needed to really use social media to push it out there. Sure and thing. I know something I wanted to address quickly was, you know, I, I, you know, there's a little Beyonce beef going on right now. And, um... Is there? You, know, you want to elaborate? Yeah, there's a Beyonce thing going on right Yeah, there's a Beyonce thing going on right now. One of our, um... A really, you know, influential Nigerian celebrity called Beyonce to speak about this matter. And, you know, the reason for that was, one, if you say BLM, if you say Black Lives Matter, all Black Lives should Matter. She doesn't mm-hmm. really be black people in America that matter. You mm-hmm. know, we have police and we have black people all over the world. Right. And globally, black people's lives are always more in jeopardy than anyone else. Right. So when I say black lives matter, it should be all black lives around sure. that matter. And we do recently know that, you know, Beyonce did come and, you know, she created music with a lot of African artists. And Beyonce is the queen of the world. So we needed people of that influence to help us push our message out. That's mm-hmm. what it was. <clears throat> That's why one of our artists called out on Beyonce. And you know, turned into like a big thing, and then now you know Beyonce came out and she tweeted about what she's been doing or what have you. And I've seen a lot of black people, which is actually kind of shocking. A lot of black people have been dragging Nigerians, and it's a little bit strange because this we this we're supposed to be together in this kind of thing. You right, know? right. I feel like you know you guys know my 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 thing with you know the beehive. I'm, I love Beyonce. We kind of um. Beyonce is like the queen. So if Beyonce makes a statement, the world hears about it. Sure. So that was the reason that we needed someone like a Beyonce to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And once Beyonce talked about it, that a lot more people knew about it. And that's exactly what was the point. The point was to get the message across. Absolutely. So I think just um, something, you know, besides what we're dealing with here, I think these things are just a reminder that black people globally are um, underrepresented and we are being harassed by our own and by others for sure we all have to remember that, that absolutely no where we are in the world black people are always being disrespected 100 percent always even as i talked to someone the other day they even talked about oh you only think about racism in america but there's also racism in the uk mm. black people are being marginalized all over the world so right remember that we're all in this together, together. No matter where you go you're always black 100 mm. percent no won't even ask you are you american black are you Right. When they see you, you black. You're black. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Appreciate everyone who has been, you know, helping us to retweet, helping us to share. Um we appreciate who have donated. We have a lot that's going on here that I don't think you guys can really help us with because we don't even know how to help ourselves. Mm-hmm. But um of course just to continue the hashtag is gonna be used until we we feel like we've, you know, come up with a resolution. So just empowering for us when we feel like our fellow black people are also helping us to spread the message. Because when, you know, George Floyd happened, when um, Ronald Taylor happened, we were, we backed it. You know, we, we, we were there too, BLM. We right. Were there. So, you know, we just appreciate when people can also be there for us as well. You know, people shouldn't only come to Africa for vacation. Right. You know, black people should support Africans the same, the same exact way at any different time. Sure. Thank you. Thank, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank so you so much. I Anto. just want to I want to reiterate real quick just to let people know that Anto is not here in America. Anto, what time is it? Over there? 
Right, so it's twelve thirty eight wow. in the morning. And I asked her literally like an hour and a half ago, like, "Hey, you want to come onto my live today?" So many, many thanks to you. I appreciate you. you for informing the people. Um, make sure you guys follow my sister at Antolecki. Um, somebody put her name in the chat. Uh, mm-hmm. Y'all will see that she is a whole entire vibe, and not not just in the entertainment world, but again, also on this activism uh, uh, lane as well. So, and told my sister, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. For sure, thanks. So, guys, I'm going to sleep now. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> All right, sis, I love you. That was dope. Yeah. Um, thank you again, Anto. Yeah. Thank for you. For doing that and actually just, you know, <coughs> letting people know, like, you know, everybody that's on the live, you guys, some of us are here in America. We don't, like, we see what's posted on social media or what may come out in the news, but we, we like, really don't know. So it's good to see it come from um, somebody who is actually participating actively and knows exactly what's going on right. and, tell, <coughs> and is telling us what we can do that can actually help. 100% <clears throat> very happy uh, you know to have been able to inform our followers and those of you who those of the the Antos followers who are tuning in thank you guys so much also for checking us out um, you know I, I was like oh we should we should put a post out we should mm-hmm. say something about NSARS and I'm like yo I have a best friend who's literally on the front lines for like sure. I have to tell her every day please be careful please mm-hmm. be careful please right. be careful because right. she's hitting us in the group chat like yo I need something funny to watch on Netflix yeah. Just because of what she's seen like that Every day. So day. um, you know, shout out to Anto. Right. Um, um, shout out to everybody who was just educated because mm, she yeah. she taught me a few things right. Right. just now in terms of how the whole NSARS thing started right. and you know, this whole global movement of like she what she said, like no matter where you go, you black and they they're not asking us if we're American or if we're from this country or this country, they just see black. Right. And they decide to judge us off of that. Right. Right. So I, I just I just hope that this is just a the first step um, for the People's Podcast, you know, into for our sure. own philanthropy lane and things like that. We we are using our platform, no matter how big or how small, to bring um, awareness to that so, very, I mean, very important issue. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. You know, that that's that's one thing that um, that's why we're called the the people's 100 percent one million percent mm-hmm. we're not called um some people's podcast right we're not called, we're called the people's podcast because that that name resonates for every 100%. person that that is calling upon us to to be at the front line right with you um we stand strong right with you because um we understand how it feels to be by yourself 100 percent and being by yourself is a very lonely place. Right. So just know that wherever you are in the United States of America or in the world, we, the People's Podcast, are we with stand you. with y'all. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, um, let's have a, a moment of silence. Yeah, for the lot. I think it was two lives lost so far. Two I'm lives. not. I might be wrong in that number. Um, but but, but I know some people were. Some some people's lives mm-hmm. were taken. Right. Um, not just from NSARS, but you know, police brutality. Period. period. Right. Yeah. Um, we can definitely do like a quick moment right. of silence, silence for silence. those so people let, who have lost let's, their let's lives. Let's do a quick moment of silence for those people. For sure.
and we're back. So, right. you know, shout out to everybody that are still tuning in yeah. to us. Prayers out to live. everybody and their families. Everybody yeah. that's actually tuned in right now from Nigeria, our prayers are out to you yes. and your families. Um, our only hope and prayers that you guys continue to stay safe and that we all can get through this together. 100%. Even though you're there and we're here, we will get through this together. 100%. Right. So, without further ado. Yes, mm-hmm. let's do this. You know, um... So, shout out to everybody that is thriving while black. You know, let's close out that segment because mm-hmm. in that segment, it's not only giving people their roses, but also an informative segment because we want, just like we said, everybody worldwide to be be very educated on what we're trying sure. to, to, to um, give to you. Absolutely. The next segment of every episode is called The Socials. The Socials. Uh, the Socials is the place where you get all the information you need. That will get you through. Mm-hmm. Not get you through. Probably get you through the day, not through the week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it, we, we'll give you some burning hot tea, mm-hmm. depending on the week. And if you drink coffee or if you sip cognac. Mm-hmm. Wow. 1738. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. It's going to get you through that moment right. where you need a little shot. But. Um, this is the segment where we, we, we come and we bring some humor to you. Um, and we, we try to educate you in a different way mm-hmm. yeah. than the Thriving Wild Black. Yeah. In the beginning, the socials were was grouped up into one. But right now, in present day, we have divvied the socials up into individual portions so we can be able to give you the best socials we can. So who wants to go first? Me. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm your uh, homegirl, Miss H. Michelle. I bring you the celebrity news portion of the socials every week here on this amazing people's podcast. Okay, I got some tea. You ready? Like I'm ready. Is it hot? Piping. I got a couple things I just wanted to share with y'all this week. Um... I know you guys have been seeing a lot about. Sorry to reach no, out. No, it's fine. Um, a lot about what's going on with Cardi being offset. Cardi recently celebrated her 28th birthday. And before this happened, we all were kind of. Well, we all were put into the news of that Cardi had filed for divorce from Offset. Okay, now it's Cardi's birthday. Uh-huh. Offset is there. He done got the girls some custom made. What's the what's the name of the car I had showed y'all that he had got? Was it a Rolls Royce truck? Rolls Royce, yeah. yes. Got her Rolls Royce truck, had um the baby had her own custom made car seat in the drum. Right. I don't know. I hope that car ah, seat could like you know take the eight thousand. Yeah, right, because she gonna need a booster pretty soon. Right, you know the shit that the commercials be like. Mm-hmm. I hope they had a firefighter install that car seat because right. I don't know if Offset know how to do that. Right. But anyway, so um, came out on the news a couple days after because you know everybody had a lot of things to say. Um, because they like Cardi, how you just filed for divorce, and then this man is at your birthday party, and you jumping off the stage onto him like. Oh, she jumped off the stage. Yes, you know how she was doing all her. What she was doing? Oh, round and round. Oh, 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 o
Oh, that's what she did. Oh, oh. oh. now she knew that. That's what she said she did, but she did it. That's what she did. I'm trying to tell y'all. So everybody like a hold up. I thought y'all was getting a divorce, and mm-hmm. then they come back. You know, oh, you know, we working things out. So you know, everybody got things to say about. Right, that. they right, don't really right. like to hear that too much. They right. like, how you gonna want do one thing and then do something else? We don't like that. Meanwhile, y'all motherfuckers do that shit every day. Hello. But I digress. Hello, somebody there. Right. Um, oh, and I think about right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, Cardi went on her Inst- Instagram live. I was going to call it an Insta live. Mm-hmm. She went on her Instagram live and she was just having a conversation with her fans because she said she was truly disappointed in her fans because she felt like her fans should know her better. And also that her fan, you would think that her fans would have her back more mm-hmm. than they do. Right. And I was just like, hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the voice is, I mean, you know, I'm just saying hmm. it's one thing to say, you know, okay. I'm a you know if you announce like oh I'm done right mm-hmm. but to literally file the papers Miss Belkali at, at, at the at the courthouse mm-hmm. um, the papers and we was supposed to say oh she just kidding <laughs> she <laughs> like what she just faking I don't know so Cardi but she went on to say like you know she telling her fans like you know the last thing that I'm really worried about is what's going on in my marriage like you know that's the last thing I'm thinking about and I'm just like okay where we going okay all right this is okay. taking a turn right <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay she don't really care all right so like, what do what? we care about and she go, she's just talking about how she's going through things business wise and okay. you know how she currently has no management um at all and people think that she has management behind her but she really runs her own show and so like she has a lot of things right we can see that she has a lot of things going on and you know she has to you know kind of handle that type of business and Mm -hmm. honestly her marriage i mean and clearly your marriage is the last thing on your mind because you just yeah cardi know if that was the right thing to say but like i don't think it was got no management behind her then that makes sense that she would like come out like mm-hmm. or it would be and I say this in quotes allowed for her to come right because she, has no, like, she has no pr yeah no pr that she just gets on live and says whatever she says right. she gets on live and her titty pops out she gets Yo, on live did y'all see that yeah oh my goodness she gets on live to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Rasa, I saw. I sent it, Uncle Rock. I sent it to you a few months. <laughs> no, I can send it to you. <laughs> it was real crazy. I, I I was in one of those moments of like, did that just happen? Yeah. Get her, get her. Like, did y'all? Did, I'm like, am I the only one who saw that? <laughs> Word up. Like, wait, the what girl put do? her boob out there. She ain't mean to do it. She, she did it by a mistake, and she said that she was trying to send it to Offset, showing him her swollen lip, but her whole boob was out. And it's like, first boob. of all, why y'all conversing oh, via? Yeah, who you thought we was talking about, Okara? I didn't know it. Just heard. Oh, he just had titties. Oh man, I heard That's funny. Biggest areolas I ever seen. But mm-hmm. damn, look like around. You know how I many people got big ass nipples? Like, <laughs> he said, those are the biggest Ariola vibes. I ever seen. She breastfed her baby. Those are some big ass Ariola. <laughs> Damn, Ariola. No, Ariola.
a shame on the people. Shame, shame on the people's podcasts. Damn. Right. It's not a bad thing. I mean, I'm just saying it's the biggest. One no, not from you. I'm just saying people was dragging her for that, and it's like, what do y'all nipples look like? Shit. Right. <laughs> What do your mama nipples look like? Bigger than that. I was like, last year, nothing. What'd you say, Joe? I ain't like that, bitch. You will never catch a nip slip on over there. Over these yonders. That that is funny. Yes, I don't know. You know, it's a lot of things going on with Cardi. Uh, yeah. Be it on the Insta socials. And, you know, I'm just here giving y'all, like, the tea that's been spilling a little bit, <laughs> you know, for a little while. However, I want to move on to some other tea. I've been mm-hmm. talking to y'all about Tamar Braxton, right? And about her show and how I've been watching it and what's been going on with her and the... Uh, the the man that she was in a relationship oh, yes. with and things like that. So the new season of Braxton Family Values. I think it. Um, mm. it came. Did it come on already? No, it come on in November. I didn't even know but I had s- Wee TV. Well, you should have it if you got cable. No, 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 no. I don't got cable. No, no, no. no. I, I, you know what happened? I don't even listen to me. It just showed up on my screen. <laughs> it was. I was just. They was. You know, they love a good little dinner table. Debacle. Oh, I like that mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was, and you, you know what's her name? Tracy. She do her little. <laughs> what's face. her name, Joe? Tracy. <laughs> she be like, oh. <laughs> and when I seen, her, I said, "Is this? Is this team? I mean, is this Braxton family?" And I had mm-hmm. to rewind. Mm-hmm. I said, Ooh. "How you did?" Oh, you pressed the button. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Is they about to argue at the dinner table? Because you know the last time I seen Braxton's family values mm-hmm. when look who was coming, who look who's coming to dinner when Daddy brought his uh, new uh, wife uh. to dinner. Oh, you seen it? I know. I don't watch that show. I'm sorry. Well, listen, I'm just Daddy getting my life through y'all. Wife to dinner and everybody is new wife. Yes. Oh. And everybody, you know how Tamar was, just like how she is now. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Shakira. Oh, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, the tea is hot, nigga. So put it back on the stove. Put right, it back and warm it up. <laughs> Look how he put it back on the eye. Screaming. Terrible. I'm screaming. Um, yeah. So there was a whole trailer that came out to you know kind of reveal the new season of Braxton Family Values and basically show how Tony Braxton got the call. You know that Tamar was rushed to the hospital and you know the family is now like reacting on mm-hmm. like testimonials and shit like that. And um, Tamar then replies to the post and say, "Yo." I ain't give we TV no permission to talk about me. Why oh, are they wow. talking about me? She's and hot. said to her family, basically, like, you know, they had to restage this because this is not even what happened when it happened. Oh, they really? restaged it. So they show like Tony in the studio, right? She's singing and she get the call. Her mask is like half off. And she's just like, oh, what happened? I can't hear you. Oh, how Tony speak? <sighs> <laughs> Was it? I think Tracy, you can tell me. That's kind of conversation. <laughs> yes, yeah, stupid. That's yeah. kind of conversation. How you got it, Tony? Let me hear mm. Hey, what happened? Mm. Oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yo. 
I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> and she like running out the studio. Yeah. So, um, Tamar said that's not the truth, and she wants the people to stop talking about her because she said I stopped working for WeTV August. There's no reason. I never. I haven't even recorded an episode of Breaks of Family Values. I'm not on that show no more. There's no reason why they should be talking about me. So, I am interested to see. What is really going on between Tamar and her family? I have been watching Tamar's show. I am a week off as far as like checking out the latest episode, but I see that there's a clear separation between Tamar and her family on this show that she has on her own. And it's called Get Your Life, I think, yeah. On Get Your Life, it's a clear separation between her and her family. And for me as a viewer, I felt like her relationship with this man is what that separation is. Like, he is controlling, to say the least. Um, And he, like, you know, he just states his claim in that relationship. And she just kind of does what he wants because she doesn't want to ruffle his feathers. I don't like stuff like that. But, you know, to each his own, I don't got no man, so whatever. But um, I I just think that he has a a very, very huge influence on her. And it it just says something to me where your family does not have contact with you all of a something Mm. once you're in a relationship with somebody. Somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. When your first relationship, even though that shit was trash, he wasn't keeping you from your family. Right. He wasn't like it came to the point where Tracy husband had to meet up with him and be like, um, you know, this this the young boy, her son, like he got cousins. His cousins want to see him like y'all, Logan. you know, get the yeah. Logan got cousins. His cousins want to see him like they, they like you got to keep the, we keep the family together. That's right. how we operate. Right. And the fact that he had to go out his way to go meet this man like that says Somebody something. That's not even. Like the blood, of right? Rats. He not even in the family, but that man was like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Let me tell you how we do things around here, right? Whether you know, you, whether you whether you are a biological family member or a um a extended family member, we we do this together. This is how we do it, right. and I'm glad that he did that. You know, as a patriarch of that family, stepping in and being like, I see what you're doing has been brought to my attention, and I'm letting you know that's not how we move over here. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm just going to say that to say that my prayers are out to the Braxton family, to Tamar, to her son, to, you know, all of them, because I just want them to fix it. You know, everything seems real messy and it's super messy when it all plays out on reality TV. right? Right. Like, it's just like very toxic, very sad. And it's almost sad. I hate to see it when it when it's like black people like and I, i'm sorry it sounds horrible but when i see black people or black families on tv and i see like how shit be fucked up and everybody sees it on national tv i hate it you know right, <clears throat> right. because i think that that's what kind of the world thinks about black families period that they're all dysfunctional and shit like that right, right, when right, that's right. really not the case and that's some real life shit you know facts, facts, facts. um so praise out to the Braxton family. Next story I wanted to get into very briefly, very briefly. Um, and this is not to just brush over this story, but also it's just because I don't have a lot of detail on it right now. But I did see a post on the social medias this week where Amber Rose was on the Red Table Talk, right? She was on Red Table Talk and she was talking to Willow, Jada, and Jada Mother. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Um, Hello, mother's name? Jada Mother. <coughs> oh, Jada Mother. I'm you know sorry. her name? 
Mm-mm. No, girl, me I, 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 was, I just wanted to make sure you. I don't know. Willow, <laughs> Jada, and Jada mother. So she was talking. I ain't never coming over here. Let's call auntie. Let's call auntie. Or grandma. Yeah, grandma. Grandma. Um, grandma. <laughs> all right. This, this, this oh, is not even Jesus. funny. Joe, right. be it's quiet. Insane. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm looking away because I don't I'm looking over here. I don't even know what the girl about to talk about. Me either. I don't even All right, so Amber Rose was on Red Table Talk. This is terrible. All right, Amber Rose was on Red Table Talk and she was talking to Jada, Willow, and Grandma about a previous relationship that she had where she had non-consensual sex with her partner. She was forced to have sex with her partner and really didn't realize that she was sexually abused Mm -hmm. until later on. Okay. And, um, it... When I read that story, I just thought about a lot of things that, you know, I've experienced or that, you know, other women may have experienced. And not knowing that you're being abused when you are being abused is really, truly a thing. Oh, yeah. And I am sad for her, but it's like, yo, how common is that? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I saw a lot of the people in the comments that were. Um, just talking about it and, and commenting like she she kept saying that I was in a relationship with this person for two years and most people who would know or follow Amber Rose or follow Kanye West know that mm-hmm. they were in a relationship for two years so people are wondering was this Kanye mm-hmm. and that was just been the tea that has been you know brewing and I'm trying to just wait and see if anybody else is going to talk about it mm-hmm. more or see if maybe Amber, Amber Rose is going to talk about mm-hmm. it more but um it it made it just struck me because I'm just like, bro, this is something that like <clears throat> happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Um sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can be going through it and not even know. Oh, sure. You know, 100%. or things might happen in your childhood and when you grow up as an adult, you'd be like, "Oh, I don't think that should have happened to yeah. me." But it, like it's like, what do you even say at that point? What do you even do? Like, you know, like, what if, if this was Amber's first time, Amber Rose's first time mm-hmm. thinking, like, I, I, I didn't want to do that. Because she said the way that it happened was that they, she was getting ready to leave him. She told him that she was leaving him. He did not want her to go. Mm-hmm. He forced her clothes off of her and had sex with her. And wow. she said, you know... But I, I've been with this person for so like for two years. I've had sex with this person so many times. Like I didn't even think about it, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but then she's like, but as I, you know, as when it was over, she said he just went downstairs and made breakfast. Like everything was regular, and so it forced her to think like everything it was regular. Was regular. <clears throat> but it wasn't until after she left that situation, she was like, I, I will. I said no. Mm-hmm. I was upset. I was trying to leave. I was forced. I didn't want to be in that position. But being that. You know, you've been with this person for this amount of time. You think that that shit is like, mm. you know, and, and it's yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. And it made me a little bit of sad because, I mean, it's a real thing, you know. And sometimes once it's, you've waited so long to even acknowledge it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, do I even say that this happened to me? Do I even say anything? You know what I'm saying? Because shit is weird. <clears throat> it's the countdown. Oh, yeah. So we need to... Um, 
get off the live and get right back. Everybody yeah. that has tuned in, please tune back in. Um, I have just one more topic on the socials. I wanted to talk to y'all a little bit about Bobby Schmurda. Mm. Y'all <coughs> remember Bobby Schmurda had went to the jail, right? Is he there? Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to be, you know, getting ready to come back on out. Mm-hmm. Except when he went to the parole board, they denied him parole oh they did mm-hmm. they denied him parole they said that he had multiple violations while he was in prison uh-huh. including <coughs> having a shank fighting oh and also ha- being in the possession of drugs mm. yeah crazy and in the jail in the jail and it just makes what me what he was doing right like sir you have a whole music career that like, you're supposed to be coming back outside to but and this is what you want to like do in the jail when you in there i feel like friend i mean i've never been in there but i'm just saying like nobody they, don't care about that yeah mm. yeah and you gotta do you what you gotta Bill do Cosby. Bill yeah Cosby you see how they crazy. got him looking on in there mm-hmm. terrible but um yeah so he been caught with a shank been fighting having um drugs on him and you know he tried to plead his case to the judge told mm-hmm. the judge that he changed and he wants to get his life back on track you know how he's going to resume his music career when right. he comes back out mm-hmm. he told the parole board that he wants to um continue his music career and help his community through outreach programs for troubled children mm-hmm. and um but I don't know how you're going to do that if you got drugs in the jailhouse. Right. Like, what are you doing? You know, right. so I really just want him to get himself together in mm-hmm. that aspect because I I was one of the people that was looking very much forward mm-hmm. to him coming back out. I'm just like, all right, he went in. He served his time. He did what he had to do. Like, I just want him, you know, to come back out and do his thing and be successful. And, well, shit, f- shit me for fucking and thinking that he exactly. was in there doing the right thing because <coughs> the man got drugs on him. He got all that stuff. Uncle Rock, you can put the thing back on here. This ain't no signal. Um, He had the drugs on him and everything. And I just, I was disappointed when I heard that. You know, I just felt, I, I thought he was doing well while he was in there. But apparently he's still doing the things that he want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, I hope things things change and, and maybe he'll be up for parole again soon. But I will let him know as a you know a fan. You know you disappointed us. Right. You disappointed us, Larry, because I ain't know you was in the jail acting up like that. Right. <coughs> um, that's it for the celebrity news portion of the socials. Thank y'all. Well, as I take my <laughs> cup off of the uh, off the burner, off the burner, I'm gonna take a sip and say. Oh, mm. <laughs> that was hot. That was like, a lot of tea. I like that tea. It was, we we like needed it. that. We was Friend. missing the tea. Friend, whether it's listen, I'm ready for updates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to give y'all the preface of the stories, and then I'll come back and let y'all know what had happened. I like stuff. the tea that right. she just gave. Mm. The tea got a little nutrient, vitamin, mm-hmm. herbal, herbal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how they got herbal life. Mm-hmm. That was tea for okay. life. herbal tea. Herbal mm-hmm. tea. <laughs> That, that, that lets me know 
those are the rivers and the lakes that I don't want to go into. Oh, right. <laughs> I know what they look like, but I, I don't want to go there. Like. I don't even want to stick my big toe into mm-hmm. it. Oh, wow. Friend. Nope, nope, nope. But I like to know. <clears throat> I, I like to get a GPS signal of Ooh. where not to go. But mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That was real yes, good. Yes, it was mm-hmm. good. Friend. That was really, really good. Um, the next segment of the episode. Well, not the segment. is uh, The next portion of the socials is called... What's on the two? Ooh, one of my faves. Uh, I'm ready. Look, I'm ready for this. Right, I'm like, let's put my glasses on because look, I'm look. Right. What's this, on the This is all right because I usually can't participate. Right. What's on the two? But Amber is ready. Put her glasses on. Okay. The source is ready. Call me tech. Okay. Right. So, um, what's on the tube is um a portion of the socials where I bring you. What's coming, what's to be seen, and what hasn't been seen Wow! on the tube. Mm-hmm. And this um, episode, I will be speaking about <laughs> the, the season finale yes. of Lovecraft Country. Woo! Wow. So, if you guys are... St- Listening and you got well. Hopefully you haven't. To my friends, I hopefully you haven't. Um, hopefully you listened to uh, Mm -hmm, or watched mm -hmm. Lovecraft Country, um, in the last couple days. And if you haven't, it's your time to bow out. Yes, because spoilers. I'm giving all. Did you see how Asia gave the tea? Listen to me. I'm listen. Uh, Asia, uh, I'm giving you a shot. Well, let me go ahead and put mine on. <laughs> so, um, this episode of uh, Lovecraft Country is entitled Full Circle. And in the beginning, when I first watched it, uh, I Asia and I had spoke because we knew that um, Amber hadn't watched it yet, uh-huh. and I and I told her that. I was very disappointed in the episode, mm-hmm. but now that I've I've watched uh, the first two episodes mm-hmm. and then I watched the tenth episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm very satisfied. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Um, let's go back to the first episode where <laughs> you know that we see we see that um, Tick is. Is at war. We don't know what war, but comes out. You see monsters, and this this is how we know it is a sci-fi film. Mm-hmm. For those of you that may know, um, there's a bat. There, there's Jackie Robinson because you see the the yes, jersey 42. number forty-two. You know he 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 said I got you, kid. Mm-hmm. Right. And we don't find out what I got you, kid, means mm-hmm. until episode eight, right. where we find out that the. That the story that his family has been telling is a story of some hero coming to save the save his father from his uh-huh. destiny. Um, and this is Jackie Rye. He looked at he he sound he says it's a hero, but not to know this is him saving mm-hmm. his father from his also future. Um, and it, it was very dope, well written, because when I looked at it, I really didn't look, I really didn't see um, the, the, 
the the the, the relation because mm-hmm. I'm just like mm-hmm. okay so what does this mean is looking but going back and watching it twice you can see clues that they gave mm-hmm. now I'm gonna give back the clue I'm gonna give out some clues that I saw not only the bat that was thrown <clears throat> that was swing in episode um, eight uh, also another thing that we we didn't know that we um, ticks mother was introduced into the series on the first episode where uh george's george pulled out it looks like a passport wallet of her picture oh it was and then he he danced with her oh that's who that was she said do you believe in magic yes and i never knew who that lady was that was and then what was so crazy is because she didn't know who um tick's father was it was very smart she said in episode the season finale she said you know for years and don't quote me Uh for years i was like you know i had love for both um montrose and george and you know together we made you tick Uh and she said you have montrose fierce heart and you have George's integrity and together Mm -hmm. you are the hero right so the whole entire time we looked at Tick at as the hero so we wanted in the season finale for him to save the world again right um he's been having these dreams Letty has been having these dreams of Hannah running through this fire and not knowing Hannah has never said a word, but she's been running. And just to see that Hannah was running because she was setting the tone on how she wanted mm-hmm. her family legacy to start. Right. And it was like crazy because she was running, she was running. And in this last, she was like, she bit into this last episode. She basically said, yo, um, for years, I... Like, I didn't know, she didn't know how much power she had in her hands. Mm-hmm. And this is why she called, that this is why she created the ancestral plane. Right. And in the ancestral plane is where you go back to to see your ancestors. Mm-hmm. And this is where you go back and you 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 learn the lessons that were taught. But because um, Hannah, meaning his first grand, his first great grandmother, mm-hmm. she didn't didn't know the power that she was possessing or mm-hmm. she had guess what she 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 lost control of it and she was very fearful of mm-hmm. it right this is why um in the season finale they told letty to don't like don't negate or don't um don't uh let your son like let your son be aware of the power that he holds. Mm-hmm. And this is why I feel that Letty, um, this is why I feel like Letty was, came back to life. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time that Letty died. Letty died in the second episode where that man shot him. Well, shot her, sorry. Yes. She died and mm-hmm. he brought her back to life. Mm-hmm. But she didn't she was she didn't conceive that baby just yet. That baby wasn't in her just yet. Mm-hmm. The destiny that Letty is not meant to die because she has the power. She the power that Letty held is the same power that Hannah was that Hannah 
is holding because Hannah didn't have control of it, but they're teaching Letty mm-hmm. how to handle the power, right. the new power. And she knows the language and she knows, she knows the what's language. going on she, and all these other things. Right. Another thing that I noticed in this episode, in the, in the previous episodes of one and two is mm-hmm. um, Hippolyta. Mm-hmm. Oh, my girl. Um, in that episode, I can't remember, I want to call it probably either seven, six or seven, mm-hmm. where she was a newfound Hippolyta. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. thing I want to say is if not for George, George's death played a very pivotal part in the beginning of a lot of people's growth in True. Lovecraft country. True. Mm-hmm. George noticed that he did not give Hippolyta that um, the opportunity to go out and explore. Right. And the reason why, because during that time in the first episode, um, Montrose went missing. Mm-hmm. So in that first episode where Hippolyta, where, where Hippolyta was laying in the bed and in that sixth or seventh episode where Hippolyta was, she was just like, I'm George's wife. It came back to that first episode and she was telling him how you really didn't see me, so to speak. Right. You did my life, basically. But the thing is, he saw her. But the reason why he didn't want her to go out there was mm-hmm. he said it to, to Tick. He said, we can't even find Montrose and Hippolyta want to go out there and explore. Right. And, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Sure. He didn't even know what she had inside her. He like, did. He did. Oh, you think he did? He had a conversation with Di- with D Diana in that same episode and said um, she was telling her telling him about her book. Oh, and how she made her the character or whatever. Right. And he said he he spoke to Hippolyta and said, "So my next my next journey. <clears throat> what do you think about coming on board?" Mm-hmm. He did say that. So, the fact that this is why we goes back to Thriving While Black, the fact that you got to give people their flowers while they're still alive. And, mm-hmm. like, it's so, it's it's crazy how she really, she probably didn't notice that he was like, yo, I saw where I faulted and I want to bring you on yeah, right yeah. now. And it's like, damn, he can't even, she can't even fulfill that journey. Mm-hmm. But, nonetheless, um, let's go back to the season finale. I love how Tick was very authentic. Mm-hmm. Authentic because you saw him on his mother's knees, like laying on her knee and was just like, yo, I don't want to die. Right. But one thing about it is Tick couldn't beat the hero twice. His mother said that he got the fearful, fierce heart from Montrose and received integrity from George. But he could not be that that superhero that everybody wanted him Mm -hmm. to be because, honestly, just like Hannah said, he was meant to save the world. Right. And that's as a result of... I'm sorry for anybody who's listening and y'all plan on watching the show. But, you know, as a result of that, the girl banished away all the powers from the people, from the other people. But you know what it is, too? Christina... If this spell hadn't, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. She said it. I would have killed 
all of my ancestors within her bloodline. Right. So the so the fact that the house that um that they lived in was called um the Sons of Adam. Mm-hmm. And they believed in um immortality and the beginning. So they loved life. This is why it was all about Adam and Eve and mm-hmm. what Adam did and how he gave the the rib and how he named the world the, the the animals of the world. Mm-hmm. The fact that he, that they wanted immortality and not only did her father not get it, but why would you think that you didn't get it? And the thing is, one thing that 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 Christina said in the one of the first episodes, she said that she was giving took his ring and was putting on his robe and was just like, yo, um, you were just born into this world and you did nothing. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. She she said, but just be a man. Right. Just because you're a man, you get to have, you get to be the one, right. basically. Right. Just because you're a man. But the thing is, like, Tick didn't, it's, it, he was just basically saying like, yo, it's not the fact that I didn't choose to be this way. Sure. I, it could have been, I could have been, it would in your favor. Mm-hmm. But either, the thing about it is, even if it wasn't like, she would still never, she would still never have a say because she's a woman. <laughs> even, it don't matter. Right. And that was her biggest qualm was that, that was, right. no matter what she did, no matter how hard she worked, no matter how much stuff she learned, she was still a woman. And right. she was seen as, you know, inferior to, to the rest of to her everyone. brothers, her whomever, you know, right. whether it's she, she, she's fully white. And this black man has been chosen above her. Right. To be, you know. Right. And then there, and, and we supposed to be the most superior. Sure. So, um, inferior. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, beings on earth. Sure. Sure. So I'm happy that you said that because that brings me to my next point of that fight with Ruby and Letty. Now, which one? Ruby, the root at the at the end. Like, why, Ruby? I mean, Letty, why the frick did you turn your back on your? I know. You you went to go pick up that stick. You should have kicked down her head. Exactly. But nonetheless, um, but that wasn't Ruby, right? That wasn't that was right. Christina, yeah, but yeah. but. Christina said the reason why she's able to transform into that guy is because he's in a comatose state. Yeah. So I don't feel, even though Christina told Letty that the girl is the dead. Ruby is dead. It showed her in that bed, in oh, the hospital did? bed. Right. When, oh, lady, she was, yeah. when that lady was sitting up there, they yeah, take yeah. Right. He said that she, she had to be in a comatose state. Mm-hmm. You know, so I believe she's still alive. Yeah, she I is. believe she's still alive, and, and she's kicked. probably been like, who knows how long William has been dead? Right, Ruby right. just been, just been killed, so like she probably has a higher chance of like coming back or whatever. Right. So, but you know, I'm I'm very pleased with what I saw and the season finale. I love. Like, one thing that I was just like, why the hell did we leave Diana back in the car? Mm-hmm. She got that Superman um, arm. <sighs> right. And she, she, Not Superman arm. <laughs> she sat up there and did what she needed to do. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, I really enjoyed this episode. And yeah. I love that it 
it really made me think because one thing that Letty did was like Christina was just like, oh yeah, you stripped me of my power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she said, not in these words, but bitch, (laughs) I took away everybody. Right, it ain't just about you. And that was a real like, that was a real reality check for Christina because the world revolved around Christina and Christina's mind. Mm-hmm. Like, everything, it was like, it's my way of the highway. And I feel like that moment was where she felt the smallest, where it was like, no, 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 sweetie. Not just for you. I wasn't just thinking about you. Right. I was thinking about everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Like, right. So, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I mean, I like, I really, like, I can't wait if it is a season mm-hmm. two. But I can't wait for a season two because there's a lot of questions that I still have. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of um, assumptions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nonetheless, they're, they're only going to still be assumptions until right. they, they, they come to fruition. But nonetheless, I really enjoyed this series. I really yeah, me too. enjoyed the fact I'm so that glad that I hopped on when y'all said that I hopped on because mm-hmm. I, like, I just kept hearing y'all talk about it. I'm like, yo, I gotta it's try good, this show out I told you. and like see what's up. And I, when I tell you I was not expecting because I couldn't quite grasp what the hell y'all was talking about? Right. I'm like, how could this? What kind of show is this? Mm-hmm. And I saw that you know Jonathan was Jonathan, whatever the hell his name is, was a, a part of. It. I'm like, what kind of show could this be? Where it's black people, but they talking about shape shifting and I'm like, I gotta see what this is about. Right. And mm-hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised um, to like see you know exactly, exactly how these was... people wrote this show. Like it, it has to win some type of award. Right for I the acting. For the for the um, costume, everybody was dressing to. The- Honestly, I do love Lovecraft Country, and I've been watching. Like I said, I started from one and two, but mm-hmm. we'll see if I'm going to continue. But I enjoy it. Um, one thing I can say is so one thing I one one thing I can say is one learn lesson that I did learn because because from every episode of Lovecraft Country. I, I took it as a learning experience. And one experience that I that I learned from it was um, we need to learn from each other and we need to come together. Hmm. Um, like a lot of the the whites feel like they have power. And I mm-hmm. and I probably told you this earlier today, Asia, was that you saw it, the 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 agony and the defeat that Christina had in her mm-hmm. eyes of not having power, power. over mm-hmm. over us. It's probably the same feeling that the slave, slave owners, owners felt mm-hmm. when um, they didn't have the power to have slaves, slaves anymore. anymore. People could walk away and be free to be free. And it, and it was like that. It was just almost like watching these videos on Instagram with the Karens and how the Karens can't get their way and they just so, like, heartbroken and just so surprised. Like, what do you mean, like, I can't have this power? What right. do you mean I can't have my way? Right. But it's just like, bro, you best to believe. Like, times have changed. Things are changing. And, like, what you thought is not what is. Right, right. And, and, and it's, it's really dope because it... it also it gave me the power because it it made me um like look back to that episode episode 73 of the podcast and and it says like yo um like yo 
we us as brothers and sisters meaning like we can talk about me and amber we can talk about anybody within our community but it's just like us coming together we just need to make sure that we have each other's back so just like we spoke about in last week's episode or two weeks ago's episode mm-hmm. yo my brother is like yo no matter what it is we gotta make sure that we have our sisters back and yes, if they're telling us that they aren't that they aren't feeling like we have their back, we need to do better. And like, and it works vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like for both parties, like yeah, even, like we just need to make sure that we have each other's back because like we together, we are strong. Divided, we will fall. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that we stand strong together. Like I don't like all this shit that I hear in the community <coughs> where I um that my sister may talk about in in other news, but it's just like I hate to hear people that I grew up with aren't really with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like God damn it. Well, we 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 came so far and we fought, and it's just like you come to the end of that fight, and it's just like somebody getting jumped, and like we we at the end of the, the fight. Mm-hmm. And then the person that's fighting with you turn against you and knock you the hell out. And it's like wow. crazy. God damn it. Like I fought so long for this to 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 like be free and I don't have to worry about anything no more and you <clears> turn <throat> your back on me. Like damn, should I have looked at you differently before? Mm. But nonetheless, um like stay tuned to next week's episode um of what's on the tube. Like we, I'm not sure what what show I'm going to bring forth. There were different shows that I did see um, that was like streaming, and honestly, I I don't know if it's worthy of speaking. But you know, stay tuned to next week's. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a like I'm gonna decide whether or not we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> but you know, I hope you guys watch Lovecraft Country, and I hope you enjoyed this segment of. Well, this portion of the socials of I Got Your Back. See you next week. What's up, my sister? Okay. Um. So just a few things, and I'm just going to run through some stuff because, look, it's been two weeks. I can't really <laughs> I can't hit on everything. It's been. Um, I am going to just, I saved a few few things. And, um, all right, my thing is not connected to the internet. Okay, no big deal. Um. You look beautiful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, I'm just going to run through some stuff that I thought was interesting. Um, first, I found it very interesting. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, in other news is the portion of the socials where we're talking about the real news, like real life, things that we should probably be abreast of. Um in about 32 minutes, the final presidential debate will be aired. Um, make sure y'all tune in right after the People's Podcast. It'll be on all major networks. Um, please watch the debate. Uh, yeah. So, uh, first, I saw this quote from the former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, Biggie Biggie. Um, no, sorry, that's not nice. Uh, <laughs> um, he said... As, y'all, as you guys know, he contracted um, COVID-19 and he's quoted to say, I hope 
that my experience shows you, my fellow citizens, that you should follow CDC guidelines in public no matter where you are and wear a mask to protect yourself and others. You don't and I just say. find it really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I find it really crazy that this man is now deciding to say what we all, well, most of us know and knew for the past, what is this, October so the past seven months or so, um, he spent seven days in an intensive care unit before recovering from COVID-19. I also am very um, curious to know how these motherfuckers are recovering so quickly. from COVID so quickly. But that's neither here nor there. Um, he's now speaking out about the dangers, the dangers um, of coronavirus um, in October. Right. Woo! Uh, last February. Hello. Right. Okay. Hello. Okay. Like it's fucking October, but I digress. Um, last week he implored Americans to wear masks and take the pandemic, take the pandemic very seriously. Quote. Not did not, not he didn't say this in March or February, y'all. I just want to put this out. The man said this last week. He Terrible. is last week. He implored Americans to wear masks and take the pandemic very seriously. So the man has not taken the pandemic seriously until he contracted the virus. Um, (laughs) It wasn't wasn't real. It wasn't real. Um, This week he wrote a Wall Street Journal op-ed titled, quote, I should have worn a mask, end quote. Christie, who is, as we all know, a Republican, wrote that, quote i mistook the bubble of security around the president for a viral safe zone i was wrong there is no safe zone from this virus i'm sorry sir that it took you eight months to realize that the virus does not give a damn who you are who you are next up i want to just talk about briefly um mr Former President Barack Obama, um, Asia slightly referenced him in our Thriving While Black. But I just want to play for y'all a little clip from his um, phenomenal speech in Philadelphia on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. When asked if he'd do anything differently, Trump said, not much. Really? Not much? Nothing you can think of that could have helped some people keep their loved ones alive so joe's not gonna screw up testing he's not gonna call scientists idiots he's not gonna host a super spreader event at the white house Hmm. joe will get this pandemic under control with a plan to make testing free and widely available to get a vaccine to every american cost free so um that was just a quick little you know clip from uh former former president obama's uh speech i just i don't know how else to say it you know i re-listened to our last episode and i i I think i you know said it pretty clearly but if you have not yet voted i haven't voted yet i'm actually going to be dropping my ballot off to our voting center instead of a ballot box you vote however it is that you want to vote the bottom line is that we want you guys to vote voice your opinion um you know get out there vote early if you can you know if you're gonna go out on the third and vote 
you know, just be safe when doing so. Please be advised that you will be filling out a provisional ballot. There are no ballot um there are no booths right so even if you vote in person you're still going to be filling out a ballot please do not forget to flip your ballot over and answer the question on the back of the ballot um yeah vote 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 you know all that good stuff please go vote um next i found it very interesting and this was a little controversial topic um there was a documentary that was done some time ago on um Pope Francis. Um, it's called mm-hmm. Francesco. And um, in this documentary, Pope Francis declared support for civil unions for same sex couples for the first time, according to the Catholic News Agency. The Pope made remarks, which, um, you know, the, again, the documentary is called Francesco. He, he made remarks stating, quote, homosexual people have a right to be in a family. They are children of God and have a right to a family. Nobody should be thrown out or be made miserable over it. Um, this obviously is very, very, very controversial coming from the Vatican. Like, this is coming from the Pope, like, saying that he is okay um and not against civil unions now obviously his rhetoric uh, regarding marriage is the same you know he obviously believes that marriage is between a man and a woman um what he's suggesting uh is that he's not against civil unions but this is the first time as you know pope he has directly come out in favor of them so we'll see what else is to come of that i just found that to be really interesting this is the first time i've ever seen uh-huh. um such a high uh position in the catholic church to uh endorse civil unions um for tonight's debate which is in about 25 minutes uh the debate commission decided that the changes uh are have been needed because of how the first debate went and they're actually going to be having shut the fuck up button yes they do they have their mics muted Uh uh, for parts of the final debate i can't um the commission on presidential debates announced on monday and this decision obviously angered the president he said i'll participate (laughs) i just think it's very unfair Uh, (laughs) a source close to the commission told cnn that the decision on muting the microphones was unanimous by its members and stressed that quote this is not a change to the rules but rather a move to promote adherence to rules that have been agreed to by both campaigns so it's not that they're changing the rules it's just a way to get both parties to uh adhere to the rules that they have already agreed to um i'm not even gonna spend too much more time on that uh rudy giuliani the scam artist his daughter says uh to vote for biden and harris to end trump's quote reign of terror quote i may not be able to change my father's mind (coughs) excuse me but together we can vote this toxic administration out of office this is carolyn giuliani who wrote for uh, a piece in the vanity fair Mm. she's urging americans to end this nightmare Mm -hmm. by voting for democratic nominee joe biden um she called on voters to end trump's reign of terror and elect a compassionate and decent president what uh 
very basic, <laughs> you know, right. qualifications right. of a person, let alone the president she's asking for. She accused Trump and his enablers of using the presidency to stoke the injustice that already permeated our society. Um, she slammed his policies, rolling back protections for LGBTQ community um, and criticized his handling of the pandemic. Um, lastly, Miami Day. So we know that the southern states have been having a different reality in this pandemic mm -hmm. than we have up here in the Northeast. Um, but Miami Day has a, a curfew back in effect after appellate court ruling. Mm. So Miami Day County is back under a 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. curfew after an appellate court reinstated the stay of injunction on Friday. The mayor of Miami, Car Carlos Jimenez or Jimenez, confirmed that uh, the ruling on Monday, which comes after the strip club called Tootsie's Cabaret, uh, challenge against like the man. local <laughs> the local emergency order. So basically, this strip club put a challenge against the uh, the curfew on October sixteenth. A judge temporarily halted the curfew. Um, that was in place since March 12th. Tootsies had argued that the local curfew went against Florida Governor Fuckboy Ron DeSantis's order, which barred local COVID-19 restrictions in the state. Um, and then it was an argument that was a judge agreed with by saying it was illegal because employees were unable to work. Mm. The legally enforced curfew went back into effect on Tuesday. It is unknown how long this will be mandated for, but lawmakers and health officials will meet later this week to discuss it. Um, I just want to say, look, if you've been traveling out the country, within the country, um, you know do you i'm not gonna be one to say you know don't travel and don't have fun but just at minimum adhere to that 14 day quarantine you know the restriction that is on whatever your state is so for new jersey new jersey actually became a part of the qualifications of the 14 yes. day qualifications yep. sure, sure for the quarantine which is kind of crazy but um you know, nonetheless, I think we can all realize that in the next coming months, uh, COVID-19 is about to start wilding the fuck out. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, try not to, you know, if you if you get in your traveling in within the next two, three, four weeks. Cool. But my prediction is that December, January is going to be a dark time uh -huh. um, for us again. And we're going to be on that very strict and very scary, if I might say, yeah. you know, lockdown that we were in back in March. You know, we were scared to go to Walmart. Word. You know what I'm saying? We were literally washing down our fucking packages, taking our clothes off at the door. Mm -hmm. If y'all remember the first fucking PSA from People's Podcast, like oh we had to record that in our own homes. Right. Like we were not sitting next to each other. So I say that to say, you know, do your thing, enjoy your time, spend your time with your family, but just be careful and be mindful of those around you who, for sure ooh, who might not be able to fight off the virus as strongly as you may be able to and that's yeah. all i got today for another news thank you M. um i for one am very excited to not you know not just excited but to see this debate happen tonight 
I, I just I just want to see the president get cut off and get mad about mm-hmm. it. I want them to turn his mic off and be like, you cannot talk mm-hmm. anymore. And then it will give Joe Biden the opportunity to actually speak and get the things that he want to say out. Because, and not be flustered because you right. know Trump is going to come for his and son I again. And I think that's his strategy. And that's his, that's his weak, that's Biden's mm-hmm. weak point, which mm-hmm. he found out in the first debate. Right. For sure. But I mean, I'm sure... Mm-hmm. Of course, children, of right. course, and Trump is such a fucking Sexy. troll, mm-hmm. right? Troll. He's such a troll that like it's like nothing really phases him because even the things that you would think would affect him, mm-hmm. he just gonna say that you lying or right. say that it's fake it's news. Fake. That's not true. How you gonna tell me it's not true? Like, what do you mean? And he just says it as it's like a matter of fact. You know, fact. Biden is gonna talk about that Chinese bank account. Yes. <laughs> what if I had a secret Chinese bank right. account? Right. Word. Because we still trying to figure out like. Does he have? Did he file taxes? Yeah, the seven hundred and fifty dollars taxes and federal, mm-hmm. federal he, he taxes hasn't even he paid. Done that. Just, he like what? I heard he that. paid more taxes to China than he paid in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, it, it is dope. Look, look who's going to get extra money in their collection plate <laughs> this week <laughs> because be it won't be it won't be um down at the yellow. Oh, it's not gonna be at, at the paint. <laughs> So, you know, um, you know, here ends the the ending of the socials. Mm-hmm. Um, the next portion of um, this episode, it, it, it means a lot to me because, you know, it's, it's very inspirational. You know, we we at the People's Podcast love to give you not only gems, but we give you thoughts that will hold you throughout the week to the next time we see you. Sure. So, you know, um, we have brought to you um, segments that are near and dear to our heart. So, who wants to go first? I'll go. Go for it. I just talked a lot. My throat is dry. <laughs> yes, I, I need uh, to let my palate rest a little bit. Um, I bring to everyone a segment about nothing. Segment about nothing is the name of this segment, but it is the mental health segment of this podcast. Um, so, you know, I've talked to you guys a lot about becoming a train wreck and how to not be one and how to hold yourself accountable. But there's something that is underlying and like your journey of like unpacking your shit that you really have to kind of realize, understand and acknowledge. And that is trauma. Um, and today I wanted to kind of talk about how trauma um, can affect intimate relationships. Um, If I just want to give you guys just some simple facts about trauma, trauma can trigger the body to release hormones that make you feel disconnected. And sometimes in relationships, you'll see that sometimes the partners might you know, um, experience some disconnection or one person might seem like they in the relationship more than the other person. Is there some type of disconnection there? And trauma can have a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. Trauma can cause intimacy issues. It can cause connection, connection issues, mm-hmm. no signs of affection. Some people like, um, you know, affection more than others, but you know, sometimes there's more to it than I just rather not. Right. 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 So, um, trauma, it it can result in, in different 
different things. There's expectations of danger, betrayal, and potential harm. Somebody can walk inside of a relationship and be like, all right, I'm waiting for this shit to fuck up. Mm-hmm. And it's not Absolutely. just, and, and it's just, it's because of past experience, past trauma that they have already experienced that they already feel like in this situation that they may be in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, there's feelings of vulnerability and confusion of what feels safe, which means no trust. Mm-hmm. And that's really a lot of the problem that most relationships have is that people don't trust each other. They waiting on the shit to fuck up. Yeah. And it's not just because they got quote unquote trust issues. Mm-hmm. There's trauma that has been experienced behind that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different types of trauma. So I'm not just talking about relationship trauma. There could be things like experiencing bullying when you were a kid, community violence, i.e. racism. Mm -hmm. Um, There could be complex trauma, which it comes from many different avenues, including your early childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. There's so many different traumas that your partner could experience. And these are all things that can contribute to the issues that you may or may not have in your relationship. Right. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about it a little bit because I think that it is doable to love a trauma survivor. I think it's not something that's impossible. I don't think that it's something that we can't do because somebody has experienced trauma or we acknowledge that our partner has experienced trauma. There's just a way to love that person. Sure. And I think that it takes a lot of understanding and lots of communication. I think communication and understanding is the like the huge part of it all because mm-hmm. if you can understand that whatever issue you might have with your person right now, you only have they have that issue doesn't it might not have anything to do with you. It might be because of a past experience. And once you are able to take yourself outside of that, I think um and also openly communicate with your person, then you'll be able to fix that issue and love each other better. Mm-hmm. Is a level of importance for self-care for people who are loving trauma survivors or, you know, somebody who is a trauma survivor. Self-observation, accountability, and mindfulness is key. And mm-hmm. that is going to help you in your communication with that person. You have to remind your partner they, that they are safe with you. Right. And those very simple, small words can help relieve that sense of pressure or anxiety that your partner may feel or actually help them communicate with you if you just remind them that, listen, I'm me. I'm not that person who harmed you. I'm not that person. I'm not that family member. I'm not that experienced. This right. is different. And if you can just simply say those words, that can really de-escalate the situation when it happens. And I, I really think that learning to love somebody who was a trauma survivor really made me think about what it is to love a black man. Mm. Because I think a lot of black men aren't able to... Like express the fact that they have been traumatized or went through trauma. They're kind of taught to just be like strong and hard, and you know they don't talk about certain things. But and and this is not excuse for any type of behavior. However, some of you know I think that a lot of the things that some yeah you couldn't experience in a relationship with a black man is because there are certain trauma experience that they have went through that has not been unpacked. Mm Is that your problem? No. But also, it's a level of understanding that needs to be had. Right. 
And I don't think that's really taken into consideration too much. Sure thing. And I that's going to bring me into another topic for next week for a segment about nothing. But if I move forward and talk about loving a trauma survivor, I just want to... I'm sorry. All right. I just want to say that both parties have to be on the same page. <laughs> One person cannot take the weight of the entire relationship. I think two people have to be there and they have to be fully invested in it. Therapy is a thing. Also, trauma bonding is a thing because attachment and attraction between an empath and a narcissist as toxic. But just because you both know that you've been through trauma doesn't mean that you belong together. Mm -hmm. Being in a relationship doesn't mean that you get to be trauma buddies. (laughs) You have to. You can't be trauma buddies. I'm going to hold on to my shit. You hold on to your shit. We're going to fight about it. Not healthy. Everybody should just do the work. That's a segment about nothing. Okay. So, um, you going or you want me to go? That was good. I can go because, okay. So, my segment is called uh, A Word on the Street. And what a word on the street is, I bring you, um, a word in the Webster's Dictionary, and I apply it to everyday life. Um, today's word is um, depleted, deplete, um, however you want to call it. Um, but what depleted is, is to lessen um, in quantity, content, power, or value. Mm. And uh, the way I want to apply it to life is like you, like watching, after watching. Lovecraft, bless you. After watching um, Lovecraft Country, it allowed me to reflect, like I told you guys during my segment um, of What's on the Tube, to our conversation conversation with Amber. And it it, it allowed me to look at the show in a different lens. And in that lens, it allowed me to appreciate. Not like like I've always appreciated everyone around me, but mm-hmm. it's just like it made me appreciate the love of black people. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 like I'm so happy that um, my sister Asia said what she said in her segment about nothing about like trauma. Like like this is not a party. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like a kickback where we sit back and we got to sit up here and we clinking drinks on all our our like traumas. But it's more so like we need to sit back and address the issues. And sometimes, like you said, it's mm-hmm. not about us. The, like the reason why we have these the, this baggage is could be generational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But some some of us don't even know. And. Even at times, like we we say that some of us got resting bitch faces, but we don't even know why we so sure. depleted, sure, so unhappy about certain things. Why we don't like certain things? Why does we- happiness kind of like the connotation of happiness to some people is a negative thing? Right. Ugh. <laughs> why are you so tired and we and you just woke up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? <sighs> Sometimes, but. Here's the antidote to it. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, what has happened to us, and I've said it in prior um, uh, episodes, what has happened to us is this is why we call it the past. It's, it's in the past. We have to find a way to, to change the narrative because we are now in the present to help the future people, our the people that we're going to leave our legacy to, mm-hmm. see 
what it looked like. We don't want their life to look like ours. This is why what I went through, the, and I said it yesterday, um, my book of my life mm-hmm. is someone else's GPS to mm-hmm. their destination wow. faster. Come on, Joe. Like, like, why would I want you to go through the same thing that mm. I went through? Experience is the best. And wow. if, if, if I can get you to happiness, you can see little... my mistakes. So my thing wow. is, it's like, yo, like I understand depletion, and I mean depletion or being depleted may look different to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody, whether it is situational, mm-hmm. whether it's um, um, gender, like, it, it, it looks different. Mm-hmm. But like, yo, happiness, like, like it, it takes more energy to be more happy than being angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, we said this in a segment about nothing Therapy means a lot. Mm-hmm. And when, when we say therapy, we're not talking about going to your best friend yeah. and, and, and letting them know like what you're going through because they may not be able to handle. Right. And sometimes but that's just dumping your shit on somebody, on somebody else. And we said that as well. Yeah. And next week, I'm going to say something else because just like I said, and it, it comes full circle, like I said on um, about Lovecraft Country. Like, yo, when we tap into our purpose, Mm -hmm. we will work so much better together. Mm -hmm. And if we don't tap into our purpose, guess what happens? We start to bump heads. We start to argue and we start to compete. Sure. Mm -hmm. If it's not meant for you, it's not for you. Right. And that's my word on the street. Thanks, Joe. What's okay. good, my sister? She about to give us a diamond <laughs> or a gem. Yeah. <laughs> what you about to give um, us? I have two things. So the first thing, um, what do I want to say? So I'll do this one first. So um, this is from the Femininity Doctor on Instagram. Um, it says, women women who neglect. I'm sorry, that's not what I wanted. Here it is. It, is it that? This is a question. Is it that wonderful quality men who want love and commitment and a family don't exist? Mm. Or is it that you haven't properly positioned yourself to even attract the kind of man who sees value in these things? Okay, um, real quick. So I know I talk about how we shouldn't lead with our resume. Mm -hmm. I know I shouldn't talk about, I, I shouldn't talk about, I know I talk about how we shouldn't, uh, talk about everything that we do have and everything that we bring to the table sometimes. Sometimes a man is not really thinking about those things. Um, and, and and other times when it is the man that we're actually like looking for, um, the things that he's looking for within us, we haven't even spent the time to work on within ourselves in order to even show up on his radar. I hope I'm speaking to somebody. Mm. Um, it's it's one thing to want a certain type of man, right? It's one thing to want this man who wants love and wants commitment and wants a family and wants to marry you and wants to give you babies. But goddamn it, sis, have you ever thought to sit and wonder, like, am I exuding the things that that particular man is looking for? Mm-hmm. Or am I exuding the things that are going to be appealing to the 
men i was about to say a bad word mm. or am i exuding and putting forth fourth front and f- to the forefront the things that will only i should say appeal to the man who i am in fact not looking for mm. i am making myself appealing let me say it a different way i am making myself appealing to someone who i don't want to see me appealing wow. i am not making myself appealing to the man that i want to see uh, that i am appealing hmm. is that making sense i hope mm-hmm. i'm making sense to someone out oh, there yeah. i'm gonna say it again Look ladies ladies uh, someone and i'm a, i'm not gonna make it into man and women Someone who has less than you is going to find the things that you do have appealing. Let it marinate. Mm-hmm. Someone who already has what you have and even more in abundance can't even see those things of which you think are great because he already has those things. And what you're missing and what you're failing to push to the forefront are the very things that you're looking for in this man. So instead of leading with my car, instead of leading with the fact that I have my own apartment, instead of leaning with my all my degrees, instead of leading with my salary, you need to be leading with how loving you are. You need to be leading with how much you want to be a mom or how much you want to be a wife or how much you're willing to submit to a man that deserves to be submitted to, right? We're not leading with those things that mm-hmm. these particular men are looking for in a woman. I hope that I'm making sense to somebody. And the second thing I wanted to talk about, and this is real quick, surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do successfully. Right? It's one thing to make it out the mud with your friends. It's one thing to, you know, we all grinding together. Cool. Surround yourself with people who are making things happen. Because Mm. once you see those people make those things happen, it kind of turns a light switch off in your brain to show you, hey, that's actually possible for me to do it too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? And it's different from when it's coming from Beyonce as opposed to it's coming from Am, your friend. I hope I'm... I hope I'm making sense to somebody. I just felt like somebody needed to hear those particular words. Surround yourself with your friends who are doing things that you would like to do. Mm. Doing things, not saying I'm going to do these things, not making announcements on Instagram, but showing results from the work that I have already put in. And that those are Amber's gems for tonight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my sister. Amen. So we have come to the se- the part of the episode that everybody hates. It's called final thoughts. <laughs> so let's do it real quick. What's up, my sisters? Anybody got a final thought? I don't even have one. That was my final thought. Okay. okay. Uh, sure. Um, I got a final thought. It's, it's gonna I be real quick. Say, it's so quick. Okay. Sometimes the hardest part of the journey is believing that you are worth the trip. Ooh, that comes from my like therapist, <coughs> my therapist Fabiola Paul. So I like that. That was real. Yeah. Good the fun. hardest part of the journey is believing that you are worth the trip. Yeah. Wow. 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 What's up, sis? I, it's not here yet. It ain't here I, I, yet? It's not low. Okay. My page. That, oh, I found it. You found it? You got <laughs> yeah, it? Let's go. Yeah, I did. Just, it's so quick. It's so quick. Oh, my shit not going to... Oh, maybe I got to turn off the Wi-Fi. Come on, let's go. Hold Can on. I hold on. Here it goes. Oh, it's not playing. Oh, my God, sister. Oh, that sucks. What you doing? It's not playing. I don't think it's going to play. Mom, don't want me, okay? <laughs> so, 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 like, so, so... 
Mama, do not get a flip flop, please. Yeah, I remember those times. How many of y'all? The girl is trauma. When we talk about trauma, the girl is traumatized she with that damn flip flop, okay? Right, 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 right. She was Watch what scent you put on to attract who you want. Oh, we we think that we have the most luxurious of the scents, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you got musk on. Oh, not musk. Well, I, I like a good Egyptian <laughs> but musk. Tonight it smells pretty goddamn good. And so, my scent only costs five dollars. But, but what you think smells good may not attract the next person. It's not attracting what you what you want to what be attracted you to you. I feel that word, Joe. So, 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 so Let really, me get my offering. Please, prepare yourself for the scent that you want to attract what you want. Because you may not, you may want to be attracting kings and queens, but mm. all you c- attracting is flies. Oh, not flies. And they say, like Mike Pence, I mean, whatever his name, the flies is attracted to shit. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So here ends episode 74 of the People's Podcast. Yo, this was a good episode. It was. It was a I very, very, tonight, very good y'all. episode. We show you how to be a good friend. So thank you. For listening and being a good friend on and the live. And on the live. Love you guys. Love you guys thank on the live. So thank you for being a good Damn, friend. We did a whole episode on the live. Let's do Bye. This. We'll see you next week.